Okay. Um, welcome back, guys, to another episode of a uh, hundred books a year with Kevin. Today, um, I want to continue our discussion on readers come home, right? Like, how do we perceive reading in a um, in a way that can help us to distinguish reading digitally and reading on a paper books, right? I think. Uh, there was this, this challenge right, that I took on. It's been a week, you know, reading on paper books only. And I'm going to give you guys an update after a week. And I, I have a three weeks left in the challenge. So um, today, I, I just want to talk about how we read and what kind of um, impact that's going to have when we have different media, right? So first of all, like in terms of data consumption, like how much do we really take in, right? Forget about reading or forget about taking into different... Um, different verb of, you know, meaning taking in, in uh, information. So on average, a person consumes about 34 gigabytes of information across their devices every single day. That's huge. Right? I 34 gigabytes, that's like, <laughs> I remember uh, my favorite TV show, Everybody Loves Raymond. It has like 150 episodes and then, you know, uh, all nine season. That one was like 20 something gigabytes. I remember I downloaded it when I was little. So it's actually a lot of information that we consume every day. And then if you put it all into words, it's 100,000 words every single day, right? So with all of that information, what do we do, right? Like how do we think about this in the realm of reading, I think there are two schools of thoughts in this regard, right? So first of all, is that we have a term called shallow reading, right? We talked about this before, where it's kind of like a form of passive information gathering. So the more reading that we're doing in terms of information processing, the more quantity of information that we're going through, right? So the problem with this shadow reading is that when we read more, when we gather in more information, it's rarely a con like a continuous information flow. It's probably going to be less sustained. It's probably going to be less concentrated. It's going to be a snippet of information there and there, right? We we think about Instagram, right? Social media, the Instagram story, TikTok, right? How many seconds are are in a TikTok? Like 30, 15, something like that, right? Now, second way of we can approach this, you know, information consumption is to really talk about deep reading, right? And Obama said it in one of their um, commencement speech, right? At a, at a graduation, I think it's at, uh, what's the college again? Uh, Hampton uh, College, uh, Hampton University. Obama said that many of our young people, um, information has become a distraction to them, a diversion a form of entertainment rather than a means of emancipation. I think that bears a lot of truth in the sense that we are swimming in information right now, but we just use it to kind of draw our attention away from what are we supposed to do or what are our prior prioritization are, right? So in a sense, when we take another look at digital reading, right? Like it's a rapid speed of information processing. So in a sense that we have a sequential thinking that is less important and less used. So what that means is that because information that we consume doesn't really talk to each other, 
in the sense that it doesn't really make sense for our brain in the long term. So, and what it ultimately leads to is we read books or newspaper digitally, right? I think now is where we kind of get into the meat and potato of this thing is that media matters in that regard, right? Um, I remember this book, uh, they quoted a couple couple um, uh, studies, right? It says that whenever you're reading on a Kindle, that you will still retain less information compared to reading a paper book. I think the number was like very high, like 40%. I was shocked, right? So whenever we're thinking about reading the newspaper or reading books dig uh, digitally, right? Like one page after one page, one would think that a sequential thinking is actually more important in this case. But as it turns out, whenever we're reading digitally, there's this thing called the bleeding power effect, meaning that we can see it as like a negative way of thinking about ne uh, neuroplasticity, right? So here is the thing that they found, right? The author, uh, Marilyn Wolf found is that the more we read digitally, the more of our brain circuits reflects that medium. So what that means is that the digital medium has always been fragmented, right? Been, been, um, you know, 10 seconds there, 20, uh, 20, uh, 20 seconds there, maybe there's a tweet there and there, right? So in a sense that our brain recognizes that when you are reading on a screen, then it associated the processing power from your TikToks, from your Snapchat, from your Instagram, and that will translate us, we will bring that kind of a processing fragmented um, processing power, we will bring that into reading books, right? So that's why I think the main argument is for the book, the reason why reading on Kindle is, uh, has less of an effect com compared to reading on a paper book is this. Because paper book, the narrative effects are better. We can actually feel the page are turning. We can actually feel the pages are actually, you know, being turned and then one side of the book feels thicker, the other side of the book feels less thick, right? So in a nutshell, not reading digitally is preserving our neuroplasticity, right? In a way that we don't adapt our brain into processing information in a fragmented way. And that's why I, I set myself up to a uh, September paper book challenge. I think it's doing great. Um, I bought pretty much a lot of books, <laughs> paper books to fill out my bookshelves. But um, to be honest, so far I haven't really noticed that much of a difference. Uh, my reading speed is probably similar, a couple of days in a book. Um, I'm still taking notes. I'm still trying to figure out like what are they talking about. I'm still trying to um, see what's the difference and right now like, I've been doing this since September 1st uh, today is September 7th one week in I don't really see any difference reading digitally and reading um, on the paper books maybe it's because I'm kind of getting into the habit of deep reading that's probably why but I really don't see any difference so um, my challenge uh, I still got three weeks left so We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. But 
for now, in the effort to minimize digital reading, I don't really see any difference. Oh yeah, probably I should say this. I don't really use social media that much. Um, I have them, but I don't use them. I don't go on there and then you know uh swipe and you know uh do the infinite scroll thing. I I just don't do that. So maybe I'm the bad testing subject for this. Maybe we we should get one of those uh, teenagers that are on TikTok like five hours a day. We should have them do the paper only challenge, um, but. For now, for myself, I don't really see a difference. So um, today, this will be the last discussion of uh, Readers Come Home. Hopefully, it gives us more insight on how our brain reacts, right? I think the most important thing that I took away from today is there is there is this thing called the bleeding power effect, right? When we uh, use neuroplasticity in a negative way, in a sense that whenever we're reading dig uh, digitally, our brain uses... The way that we process those images, those short videos, we use it to read, and that's actually not an ideal situation. So I'll keep you guys in the loop with the reading challenge, the paper book challenge of September, and uh, we go from there. All right, guys. Bye.